We all love the sound of money, and a $1,500 sign-on bonus sounds even better. That's right, Belicio Foods of Jackson is offering a $1,500 sign-on bonus to new employees. Receive an extra $100 your first six weeks, then $400 after day 90, and $500 after day 180. Don't wait. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers today. That's BelicioFoods.com slash careers. Come work for a company who truly values their employees. Come work for Belicio Foods. It's time to reveal the prize and clue start dates for Cycle Search 2022. Presented by Total Media, along with the Tri-State Power Sports Superstore, Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am of Jackson. This year's prize is a KO250 dirt bike, along with an accessory package valued at over $4,500. That's right, a KO250 dirt bike. Clues begin on Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. There'll be one clue each day, Monday through Friday, till the prize pack is found. Pack is hidden somewhere in the listening area. Be safe when searching, and good luck. It's Cycle Search 2022, sponsored by Total Media and Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am of Jackson. Well, top of the morning to y'all. It's uh, St. Patrick's Day here on Main Street TV. Welcome, welcome to the show. And Pete Wilson is here, of course, with our morning news update. And both of us have our green on, so we don't get pinched this morning. That's that's right. You know, it's, sometimes it's kind of fun to not wear green and then you get a little attention. Right. Well, yeah, I forgot about that pension <laughs> it deal. It hurts, though. Yeah. It hurts. Right. right. There's lots of people around here that would do it, too. Lots Hi. Of- Lots of jokesters. Lots of jokesters. So, of course, the morning news update brought to you by Nia Henry, agent for Appalachia Realty. If you're looking to buy or sell or have any real estate needs, give her a call, 740-418-4135, and she'll work hard for you. We have lots going on this morning, Pete. We have our – so, James, would you like to explain what our display is here? Uh, So, the little basketball game uh – Cornbread, a.k.a. Courtney, is convinced that basketball mania is going to end in a tie. And despite the fact that we already have a tiebreaker, which is the guessing the combi- combined points of the final game. Score, yes. She's also convinced that that will end in a tie as well. So she has purchased this little tabletop basketball game to act as a tiebreaker for basketball mania. Okay, is that for here at Total Media or... For all the entrance uh, or if both. Courtney has her way. It is for both. In in the unlikely event, it ends in a double tie. I mean, fair. She thinks of everything, doesn't she? She does. She is totally she's on that, top she's, of things. She, she's that type of. She's that she, type of girl. Courtney is that type of girl. You're not kidding. So, Pete, um, lots going on in the news, and we will get to that. We do have a, a guest. The second half of the show. So we'll look forward to that as well. So right. how you doing, buddy? I'm doing doing very well as we uh, more than halfway through the week, sliding into the weekend. We'll talk about some things that have happened and will happen and so forth. Uh, you know, uh, COVID cases disappearing, weather getting warmer, things are starting to percolate. Yeah. So My daffodils know. are daffodiling. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. That's right. It's, that's about that time. Yep. And uh, the Easter lilies in the Wilson side yard did survive the snow. Yes. They are hardy, hardy. Hearty people. Yep. All right. Well, let's uh, talk about some of the news. Uh, we now know who the new superintendent of schools will be for the Wellston City School District. Oh. Now, the, the gentleman has not been hired yet, but the school board has announced that the hiring will formally take place uh, on Friday evening, March the 25th. That's a week from this Friday. Okay. At Wellston High School. Uh, they will formally do that, and then they will have a meet and greet event for uh, you know school school folk and the public. 
And cool. the new superintendent, probably a stranger to uh, most folks here in Jackson County, but with a re- with an impressive resume, Dr. Brian Rao is his name. That's R-A-U, and there you see his picture there. Uh, he most recently has been the superintendent of the Manchester local schools in Adams County. That's a fairly small school district uh, down on the river in Adams County. And uh, he has come up through the ranks in education. Uh, He is a Brown County native. That's a county down that way, uh, not too far from Adams County, uh, from uh, the village of Russellville, if you've ever heard of that. Okay. And his uh, career in education goes back to the late 1990s. He had a stint in the military after he actually started his education, but uh, he has ended up in the Manchester local school district, started out as an assistant elementary principal, then an elementary principal, then superintendent, and that's what he has done for the last five years. He resigned uh, as superintendent in December to pursue other opportunities, and one of those opportunities obviously turned out to be going to a larger district of the Wellston City School District. So awesome. uh, we will we have a, a short article, a kind of a teaser article on Facebook now, a larger article on our uh, website page, uh, thetelegramnews.com, and we will have a more extensive article uh, about uh, Dr. Rao uh, in our Saturday print edition. And, of course, share that uh, to our website as well, the uh, extra detailed article. But it uh, would seem like on paper he is a good fit, he did a lot of good things in the Manchester School District. Wellston is getting somebody with superintendent experience who has been in a small town type yeah. setting. So uh, congratulations Great. to Dr. Rao. And uh, Wellston had 15 applicants there for that superintendent's job. Uh, initially screened and interviewed by the Ohio School Boards Association. I think it came down to six finalists that were handed to the local folks. They did their due diligence, interviews, so forth. And the winner is Dr. Rao. Of course, right now, uh, Mary Ann Hale is the interim superintendent. Of course, she is also a school board member in Vinton County, retired from a long career in the Vinton County local schools. Um, not sure of the contract term as far as uh, when it starts, but my presumption would be it would be no later than this summer. Uh, Mary Ann Hale was hired to serve uh, from last October through this school year. She, of course, uh, was the uh, was the uh, transitional superintendent in between the retirement of Karen Bach and the hiring now of Dr. Rao. So uh, once again, that meet and greet event, this is a chance to to, uh, the Wilson City School District public uh, to come out and meet Dr. Rao. It will be uh, at 6, they're having the meeting at 6.30 p.m. And that's the only thing they're gonna do is, you know, formally hire the super. And then they'll do a meet and greet. That will be at the high school at 6.30 p.m. That's, once again, Friday evening, March the 25th. All right. We go from education to child pornography. You know, we we do it all in the Telegram newsroom. Uh, Alleged child pornography. All right. Uh, This news comes just this morning from the Vinton County Sheriff's Office. Uh, Rocky Montgomery, age 28, uh, Vinton County resident. There he is. He has been arrested and charged with pandering sexually oriented matter involving a minor. That's the formal charge. He is in jail right now awaiting a bond hearing that will be held in Vinton County Court. And the particulars on this, this is what we know, not a lot, but this is what was released on Tuesday, this past Tuesday, March 15th, uh, the uh, Vinton County Sheriff's Office deputies executed a search warrant on Sowers Road in Vinton County 
They didn't specifically say that this was uh, Mr. Montgomery's residence, but it probably was. Uh, they did the search warrant because they had information from the Internet Crimes Against Children's Task Force that somebody was downloading numerous child pornography videos <clears throat> from that residence. Gotcha. And as a result uh, of that search, multiple electronic devices were seized, and Mr. Montgomery was identified as the suspect in that. And so we will see how that unfolds, but all that just happened this week and uh, was put out late last night or early this morning. Just just saw it when I came into work this morning. All right, uh, we'll now go to uh, a fire, uh, an explosion that occurred here in Jackson. Crazy uh, story. Right, it was late Tuesday afternoon and our own Jeremiah Shaver uh, was actually working from home when this occurred, but he heard about it. It's not too far from his home. Went down, did a nice video that was on there. We got that out quick, got an initial story out, and then later on, uh, Jeremiah was able to follow up and get some information, more specifics. But this occurred at 108 Chillicothe Street, which is now the Dunaway Motor Sports Garage. I don't think it's been that for all that long, but okay. it's 108 Chillicothe Street, right there on the corner of Chillicothe and Mound Street. Uh, this incident occurred at 1.56 p.m., on Tuesday afternoon, and there you see uh, what the scene looked like when the fire trucks were on the scene. Um, and uh, the victim there was a Mikey Aldridge, age 31. And what happened was uh, there was really, it was more explosion than a fire, but the explosion apparently caused the fire. But uh, he was, uh, the initial investigation uh, says that he was transferring gasoline from one container to another and a spark ignited those vapors. Oh, Not exactly no. sure how that happened, but gasoline was the flammable material involved. A pretty wow. serious explosion. That is what the building looks looked like the next day when you know all the fire trucks were out and they started to do uh, some repair work. You can see that a door and a window was blown off the front of the building there. Um, and but the the, the big story there, the serious part was that Mr. Aldridge suffered third-degree burns. You know, you've got first-degree, second-degree, and third-degree burns. Third-degree is the worst. Yeah. And so... Uh, oh, no. He That's was, horrible. Right. He was uh, flown to the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, and the burns were on the upper part of his body. Once again, severe burns. Oh, no. The state fire marshal's office uh, has been called in by the Jackson Fire Department to investigate uh, the cause of the fire. So, you know, if there's more information on that, we will follow that up. But once again, that was in Jackson on Tuesday afternoon. All right, we have a new police chief in Jackson. We do. Right, uh, Brett Hinch, uh, who has been a member of the Jackson Police Department since 2004, started out as a dispatcher, worked his way up through the ranks. Since last October, when Alan Potter retired, he has been the interim chief. Took a while to go through the civil service process, but at the end of all that, uh, he was recommended uh, as the permanent police chief. Yes. And uh, he was sworn into office at the Jackson City Council meeting last Monday night. There you see uh, Hinch on the left, Jackson Mayor Randy Evans on the right. Uh, lots of uh, friends and uh, lots of lots of police officers came out to support. Uh, their new chief, as well as uh, friends and family members of uh, of Hinch, uh, were there as well. And uh, once again, he, he goes back to 2004, and he told a story there at the Jackson City uh, Council meeting when he made some brief remarks. 
When he was hired in 2004 by then safety director Brian Davis and then chief Carl Eisenogel, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Davis asked him, well, what are your career goals? You know, sometimes you ask that question because you want to see what somebody's ambitions are. Yeah. And he pointed at Carl and says, I want your job someday. Well, that someday there has come. There you go. That someday has come. He is the new police chief. Uh, I, he, you know, I believe that he was the only candidate the way it worked out. There were some others that were eligible. Uh, the eligibility rules are tough. It was about had to be somebody internal unless somebody didn't qualify or pass a test. Sure. But uh, Sergeant Hinch did do that. And uh, he uh, has been at all the council meetings, very proactive, uh, plans to really crack down on the drug trafficking. Uh, he, has, he didn't want to say specifically all that he was going to do through obvious uh, security reasons and informational reasons. Yep. Uh, but uh, uh, I can tell you from knowing Sergeant Hinch, uh, all the years that I've worked, uh, he will go at it hard. And he is not only tough, but he is smart. Yes, he is. And uh, just a just a good guy. He is all the way around. And, yep. uh, you know, I uh, and the uh, since there was all the the personnel losses at the Jackson Police Department through attrition, retirements, the fact that the staff was going to be cut because sure. of money. Uh, it has started to rebound now. The income tax passed. The police department staffing will never be or at least in the foreseeable future, what it used to be at one time but it is more now than it was. They were down to like six officers, I believe, at one time after having maybe 18. Uh-huh. I mean, it was a big thing uh, because of money. And then just some people were retiring anyway. And then on top of that, it, there's a civil service process to hire a police officer. You just don't go in and sign up and say, I want to be a police officer. You no, got to have your training a, and yeah. you got to do your civil service stuff. And, That's right. and, you know, it's not exactly the last year or so, uh, you know, a great, a great climate to be in law enforcement. So, you know, I mean, all those are true issues uh, in filling the roles there. But uh, Mm -hmm. I know that Sergeant Hinch bragged on his staff, feels like he's got a good staff, a a much younger staff Mm -hmm. than before. uh, And uh, he and the staff feel like they're ready to go. Yep. All right. uh, Turning to business now, Jennifer, uh, up MacArthur Way, uh, they're building a new Goodwill building. Uh, in MacArthur. It is actually on the west side of town. It is on the west oh, side wow, of town. Cool. And uh, there it is. That's the status of where it is. You block building going up. You can see it's going to be pretty good size. It is on US Route 50, west end of MacArthur. It's right next to the football field, if you've ever been oh, that way. Oh, okay. So you know, out near, that way. near the high school, obviously. And uh, it is going to be not only a, the retail for Goodyear, but it's going to be a training center um, as well. And uh, it will replace a store that is currently downtown. We don't have a timeline of when it is expected to be completed, but as you can see, very much in progress. In Jackson, one of the big business stories is that a new location of Wagner Tool and Rental mm-hmm. will be opening officially this Saturday. Man, what a beautiful uh, new space they have. Uh, that's, you know, I've not seen it myself, but you know, uh, they haven't been in Jackson County all that long. You know, over there on Twin Oaks Drive, yeah. and uh, and now they have a new location not too far away. Uh, obviously, you know they needed a new building or bigger building or whatever, and so they're very excited. Uh, our own Alex Shope was there for a ribbon cutting on uh, Wednesday. He has interviewed the folks there at Wagner Tool and Rental, so we're going to have a story in in an upcoming edition, maybe this Saturday, maybe next Wednesday, uh, because uh, you know they do have the grand opening on Saturday where they want everybody to come. And our radio crew will be there for a live remote. 
One of the things that J.J. Uh, Hill wants to do in his new uh, position of director of radio operations mm -hmm. is get the radio more out into the community, do these remotes that we did a lot at not only events, but, you know, business events as well. And our crew will be there 11 to 1 this Saturday. And that broadcast, remote broadcast, uh, where, you know, I'm sure they'll do some interviews with the people. It should be very interesting. It'll be fun. You know, if you can't get out there, yeah. 11 to 1 on WKOB 96.7 FM. You got it. All right. Also this weekend, remember we talked to Reverend Josh Andrews. You did. We did, uh, several yes. Several weeks ago. Well, this is the weekend for Feed My Starving Children. Okay. And uh, they will be packing all these uh, mobile food packs uh, Friday and Saturday. And of course, you know, the goal is, um, the goal is, I think 5,000 packs, you know, uh -huh. that is a lot. Uh, they need 500 volunteers to do it. That's right. I don't know whether they have everybody they need, but you know, uh, I'll tell you how you can make a contact to see if you can help. Chances, Correct. My guess is that they would gladly accept your help, <laughs> but there's a pack. I mean, it's not like you've got to work all weekend. They assign a time. I don't know. What is some it? It's of a two-hour window, I think, uh, or something I, that's like that. That's what they've done in the past, but they'll be packing Friday afternoon into the early evening, and they will finish on Saturday. And this is at the Christ United Methodist Church. The packing will take place in the Family Life Center. Um it is, even though the church is spearheading it, they consider it a community thing. Not only sure. not only the church community, but everybody in the community. You don't yeah. have to, you know, uh, do it through a church or as part of a church group. Obviously, they need all the help that they can get. Um, at the time that we did a story, about, which was just after, I think, you interviewed Reverend Andrews, they still needed 411 people. So uh, what you want to do is, if you're interested is uh, you can call the church at 740-286-3419. Uh, do it this morning when someone is in the office, and they can, right. they can assign a time or, or tell you what's available. And uh, also, um, you can go to uh, Feed My Starving Children website. Feed my, it's fmsc.org. And okay. there must be a link for what's happening in Jackson. I haven't done that, so I can't tell you for sure. But if you go to that link, there is a QR code where uh, you can hit and then you can actually sign up where you can see the Amazing. slots and so forth. So um, once again, uh, anybody can do it. Children can even do it. But if uh, you know you want your child to do it, you, they need to be accompanied by an adult. It's very, very well supervised. It's really and cool. And it's one of those feel-good things. After you do it, you know you've made a great impact yeah. because these food packs are going to go to uh Hungry children all over the world. You can count on that with this program. You've it got is a, it. it is a national and international program, and this is where it's happening locally. So good luck to everybody, and God bless everybody involved uh, in that project this weekend, and maybe you can get involved That's as well. Right. All right. While they're packing food uh, food boxes in at the church, the Jackson High School competition cheerleaders will be competing for a national they title. Will. And I know you got to see all that firsthand. Now, I didn't get to, I wasn't up there when you and James were up there. Were you, well, you Were you doing flips or anything? No, but they did put James through the ringer, I will say. And, you know, he, I mean, I could I see where I got closer he, to doing a flip than Jen did. I'm just going to say. That's true. And I mean, I, I didn't get that where, close, but. If they need an alternate, James K. Hamilton could be Oh, it. yeah. Well, uh, you I know pretty what? much know the whole routine at this point. On the, yes. on the gymnastic stuff, Jennifer. <laughs> 
Um, Not a chance <laughs> that this girl's flipping anywhere. <laughs> back back when I was in school uh, in the paleo, Paleozoic age, um, <laughs> You know, somehow they got the idea that physical education really ought to be physical education, not just dodgeball and kickball and like that. And well, we, that's physical. We, we had a six-week period where you had to do gymnastics. Oh, shut and, up. And I wasn't, I wasn't very coordinated. I wasn't very strong either. I was very gangly. And, you know, I had to figure out how to miss those physical education uh, sessions because <laughs> the front flip, I couldn't do very well, but, you know, gravity helped me. But anything past that, including the back flip, I could not do. Uh, it was a laughingstock situation. It was one of the <laughs> hardest things I ever had to get through in my school career, other than maybe high school algebra. Um, so that's what I think of when I see what those girls can do. That's right. But, I mean, it is, yeah, bless but, their hearts because but, they are amazing. But Courtney Butcher is the advisor. She's very proud of them. Our own Karina Folks is a volunteer. Yep. Uh, and, you know, the group of cheerleaders and uh, all the adult supervisors will be going to Orlando, Florida, yep. you know, t- just in case you hadn't heard. It's going to be uh, awesome. This weekend to compete against schools from all over America for the title of grand champion. You're already a champion when you get there. Yeah. But obviously, this is a chance to be a grand champion. And uh, we're going to, of course, follow up on that and let you know. How, I think we should make Karina come in here and do a flip. All right. She's but, right there at the but door. She's probably the only one in the building who could do one. I'll Can say you, that. Did you? Were you doing all those flips and stuff when you were in school? Were you yeah. a cheerleader? Yes, ten a, years ago. Um, a, I would a few break years a ago. hip if I tried right now. So could you do all the flippy things? Yes. Okay. Of course yes. she could, because you know she's Karina. If and we she had a trampoline, everything. I could do it on the trampoline, but. Uh, on the ground, flat. Not so much. Uh, yeah. We'll be going to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. I would break a hip. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, elsewhere, Jennifer, uh, there's so much going on. And, you know, anybody who says that people aren't doing anything and there's nothing going on, they're not looking hard enough. Uh, this weekend in Oak Hill, uh, the musicians and the thespians uh, we'll be doing, uh, they'll be performing Singing in the Rain. So cute. I love that. Right. And what that a is, fun one to that do. That is Bryce Wurntz, who is finding time to direct that play along with Brittany Roof. And there are some picture. of the kids that are involved in that production. And uh, it's going to be three different productions that you have a chance to see. And, of course, this is this play is based on the 1952 movie that was very famous, Singing in the Rain. This is Singing in the Rain Jr., a, a slightly abbreviated version, uh, you know, of that of that play and that movie. But uh, uh, tickets are $10 per person if you do it at the door. They're $7 if you get them in advance. And uh, the performances are Friday and Saturday evening, 7.30 p.m. This is at the high school. And then on Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. So once again, Singing in the Rain. And then the other three schools that we cover – Jackson High School, Benton County High School, and Wellsner High School will also have uh, theatrical productions coming on their stages in the very near future. I know that Jackson is doing You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Okay. And Benton County is doing Beauty and the Beast. Oh. And Wellston is Other farther off ones. in April, and I can't remember what they're doing, but Charity Potter and her crew are working on that right now. The cast well. of the Jackson uh, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown will be in to see us on Monday the 28th. All Yay! Right. Okay. That'll be so fun. Right. Kathy, Kathy Lord is the director there, and... Uh, and Joy Henderson does the place up in Vinton County. And, uh, you know, they 
they all do a great job. I mean, they truly do because I've, I've seen uh, all their work. And you know what? <laughs> you talk about athletes being in the spotlight, you know, in front of all those people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get up there on stage with those uh with those stage lights on you when you have no those lines to remember, you have way. to hit that hunt. You tell me that that's not similar pressure. Oh, or, or worse. I mean, you're just going to fail in front of everybody if you forget your lines. Right, like. exactly. Okay. Speaking of Oak Hill High School, going to go back into the academics now. Uh, they announced their National Honor Society kids uh, for 2022. Okay. This would be the junior group. Uh, the senior group was also recognized. You know, they were selected last year. But we had the pictures of uh, those two groups with names in our Wednesday paper, kind of scrapbook material there. There is the new group, the junior group right there. Yay. You know, too numerous to mention by name, but you can see all those faces in there. Uh, this is the best of the best at Oak Hill High School. We salute them. We wanted to recognize them in the paper and on TV as well. But uh, those pictures were in our paper last Wednesday. Congrats. So congratulations to all of them. You know, we told you about the Miss Apple Festival contest coming up Easter weekend on Saturday. Yes, we didn't for know sure. about the Little Miss then, but yes, that's going to be on the Friday of okay. Easter weekend. We just found that out. That's on Friday, April the fifteenth, and this weekend and next weekend are the chances for parents or guardians uh, to bring their little girls in to register. You, you know, you just don't show up that night. You so have this to, is the weekend. You have to register ahead of time. The contest is on April the 15th. They will pick 10 finalists, and the Little Queen will be picked and crowned during the Apple Festival itself, yep. for, and she will reign then the next year. Uh, Hadley House, who got picked last year, will reign this year. It's kind of, that's how kind of yes. how they do it on the Little Miss side. But uh, the uh, two days that you can sign up, once again, uh, it is at the um, at the Jaffe building there that is on McCarty Lane, yeah. right across from where you go into the side entrance to Walmart and next to the Vinton County National Bank. It's a red and gray building. It stands out. You can't it, miss it. It is. I always thought that's an Ohio State Buckeye office or something. <laughs> but uh, it will. The, the times to sign up are between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m., both this Saturday, March 19th, and next Saturday, March the 26th. Awesome. All right. They are still uh, having uh, clinic hours through COVID vaccinations. You know, we still have some cases happening. Sure. Uh, the Jackson County Health Department will have a clinic tonight. Oh. It will be, um, it will be, well, actually, there's two clinics this morning and this afternoon into the early evening hours, 7 a.m. to 12 p.m. So it's going on right now. And then 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. after the lunch hour, this will be COVID-19 vaccinations. You should bring your insurance card and vaccination card with you. No one will be turned away. Doesn't say here in this announcement you have to have an appointment. But if you want to make sure, you can call the health department at 740-286-5094. This is the Jackson County Health Department building downtown Jackson, 200 East Main Street there at the corner of Main and Portsmouth. That's right. You know, we talked about Brees, Brees Brunton, the Wellston High School senior who was a state winner of the Americanism and Government Test. Yeah, Got to go to Washington, D.C. Well... We know that he went because we saw this picture. Oh, there that's he, a wonderful picture. There he is standing in front of the Lincoln Memorial. You know, that had to be a great thrill to yeah. be able to, um, I don't know whether he had been there before, but you know, they had all those Americanism and government test winners from Ohio and uh, other states, I'm sure, uh, tour Washington, all the landmarks, including obviously the Lincoln Memorial there. Uh, they had hoped to go to the White House. I don't know whether that happened or not. But uh, congratulations again to Reese Brunton. 
He was a state-level winner in the Americanism and Government Test, and it all started off with the contest at Wellston High School, sponsored by American Legion Post 371. That is so good. Speaking of veterans, there will be a free breakfast for veterans at the Jackson First Church of the Nazarene this Saturday at 9 o'clock. This is something that the church does on a regular basis uh, every month or almost every month. All you have to do is show up. Bring your family as well if you're a veteran. You don't have to worry uh, about not bringing your family. It is open to all military veterans, active military personnel and their families. A free breakfast. It's always on the third Saturday of each month. So that's the Jackson First Church of the Nazarene's way of saluting the veterans. The Oak Hill Festival of Flags is always looking to raise some money, but do some community service as well. Uh, and it's a two it's a two for one deal. They will have a Shamrock Ball this Friday evening, March 18th. Of course, right after one yeah. day after St. Patrick's Day, and this is for the kiddies. It'll be at the Liberty Theater Community Center. That's on East Main Street. Doors will open at 6.45 p.m. The Shamrock Ball will go from 7 to 9 p.m. Admission is only $5. You get snacks and drinks with that. And limited St. Patrick's Day novelties will be available for purchase. All children attending the event must be signed in and out by a parent or guardian. Proceeds will go to uh, pay for kids' programs that they will do at the Festival of Flags, which is coming up Memorial Day weekend. Yep. All right, um, time is running out to make nominations for the Wellston City Schools Wall of Achievement. That is an annual honor that they do at the alumni uh, activities each, uh, each year on Memorial Day weekend. It's always on that Saturday before Memorial Day. Yeah. It will be at Wellston High School. Uh, it's kind of like a Hall of Fame uh, for the Wellston City Schools, and they uh, like to have the public involved by making nominations. Then they pick somebody from those nominations. But the deadline to get the nominations into the school district, the board office, in fact, is this Monday, March the 21st. Uh, the recognition will come on that Saturday, May the 28th. Uh, there will be a meeting of the alumni committee this Sunday at 2.30 at the Wellston Presbyterian Church. I think our own John Pelletier steers that ship. Uh, but nomination ballots can be picked up at the Wellston City School Building offices, the Wellston Public Library, or they can be downloaded from the website and then all you have to do is turn them in to the board office by Monday, March 21st. And the board office is located downtown Wellston at 1 East Broadway Street. It's where the superintendent's office is. So if you have a nomination, you have to make it by the end of the day on March the 21st. Okay. All right. And do not forget that we have basketball mania going on. We do. Right. The deadline, you know, to... Uh, to compete in our contest. Yes. And you know, we all, you know, we had a bunch Wait, of entries. It's today. It's noon. It's, it's noon. No, like a couple of hours from now. Right. And you know, you can go online and do it. Uh, that's what we prefer. You know, it's a pretty seamless deal. Just go to uh, the Telegram website or you can link there through the Total Media website as well. It's completely free. Uh, we have paper bows that were available in our Wednesday edition of the paper, you know, big spread in section yes. B. And and if you're blind like me, you can actually see those. No, you, you, can, <laughs> you, you can turn in a paper bracket. It's actually big enough to see. <laughs> but you've got to do it by noon, noon today, because that's when, you know, the games start. That's right. All right. And, and we are at 708 East Main Street. We're not downtown anymore, if you haven't paid attention. Correct. Uh, so this is where you need to come to drop off those paper ballots, $600 in prize money, plus the fun of seeing how you do against everybody else that competes. We always have a lot of entrance. So once again, that is um, the deadline is noon today. All right. 
here is the Irish blessing. It's only, it's only, it's only appropriate that we Love do this. It. And we say this to all of our viewers, our sponsors, everybody, uh, everybody out there, okay. you know, not just the viewers and the sponsors, but especially to them. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be ever at your back. May the sunshine warm upon your face and the rain fall softly on your, on your, on your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. Very good. Isn't that sweet? That is wonderful. All right. Well, I will get out of the way. We've talked about everything. So let's talk about food. I mean, who doesn't want to talk about food? We've got a guest in here. And, you know, I was there for the first day when Hothead Burritos, it was actually right before it opened. It was a soft opening. They had some special guests in there. I was lucky enough. Oh, they let me in the door. You were a VIP. They they let me in the door. I had one of their bowls and it was great. Wonderful. I've been back several other times. That menu you have so much to choose from from there. So well, that's great. Um, I think you can go through the drive-through, and you know, that's I think you too. can. They do have a drive-through. Absolutely. Out there. So anyway, Very cool. A gentleman who knows more about that than you and me is here to talk about it. We're glad to have him. So I mean, we're always happy to talk about food, aren't we? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Did Did you bring some? I did not. Yeah. But he can tell you he can tell you where you can get it. I'm okay. sure of that. There you go. All right. Well, I will give we'll up. Forgive I will just give up, because they're I will not give open up my yet. seat to our special guest. All right. Come on over and welcome, welcome to the program. And this is, of course, Jordan from Hothead Burritos. How's so it going? Welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, we're so happy to have you here today. So you have been open for how long here in Jackson? Now? So we opened November 1st. So we're... Right at about four and a half months. Okay, very yeah. good. Well, congratulations. I appreciate it's so it. So exciting. So tell us a little bit about Hothead Burrito and and how it came to be and all of that. So it's originally it, it it was the franchise was actually founded in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. Um, so we're at like eighty three or eighty four locations, um, but it's a Tex Mex style restaurant, quick mm-hmm. serve restaurant. Um, you know, bowls, burritos, nachos. Uh, quesadillas. So we got a variety of different options. So, so lots of different things. And, um, you are located. So it's 1026 East main street is, is the address. It's the McCarty square down there. Yeah. The McCarty or whatever that was called. Crossing. I think it was crossing square Square. plaza (laughs) where the dollar store is the strip there. (laughs) We're we're the end cap there. Yes, exactly. Well, congratulations. We're so happy that you're here today. So let's talk for a minute about some of the good things that you have going on at Hothead. Yeah, so um, I, I just spoke kind of on the radio as well about this, but uh, one of the things we're trying to promote um, is the app. So we actually do have an app on the App Store. Okay. Um, if you if you log into your, your App Store, it's Hothead Burritos. Um, you download the app, and it's, I believe, a... Right when you download, you get fifty percent off the first entree that you order. So, well, there you go. Yeah, so it's it's a pretty uh, uh, rewarding service. They give you know, there's quite a bit of points. I mean, it's constant free items that you're getting the more that you, you eat there and okay. scan your QR code. So, yeah, that's that's wonderful. And um, you know, I think I feel like in the restaurant business, but a whole lot of other things as well. We are kind of going to that, you know, and COVID forced us to do it. But then I think people are realizing that that it's a much easier way to go. And that's by ordering things online or through your phone or whatever. And, you know, it's more hands-free and, and, you know, you don't, 
I just feel like it's just the kind of the wave of the future. So yeah, it's 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 definitely been beneficial. Um, you know, and it, with it with the online ordering as well. You know, we do one of the other options we have is DoorDash. So I know a lot of people. Um, you know, they don't realize we even do business with DoorDash, so they can they can use that service as well. Okay, and and um, let's talk about that for a minute because. Uh, I know that's kind of new to our area. Right. Like if you're up in Columbus or whatever, right. you obviously there's well a plethora of different options for that with Uber Eats and all those, but DoorDash we do. Uh, and that's kind of new to our area too, mm -hmm. but can you explain to, to folks a little bit about how that works? Because you would actually order your food through the DoorDash app. Yeah. So they would just have to download the app, um, the DoorDash app. Once they download that, um, you know, there's, I, I think there's, a handful of restaurants locally that are on there. Yes. We are one of them. Yes. Um, what they'll do is they'll download that app. They'll click the hothead burritos location. Um, and then they can place an order through that third service, which will directly come to us. Once they place the order, a dasher, which is, you know, the delivery, a delivery person, person yeah, yeah, will pick it up and will deliver it to them. Yeah. So, so you don't have to leave your house. Correct. Yeah. That's it's, amazing. It's a, it's a nice, Nice uh, platform. Yes, it totally is. And um, it's going to become bigger and bigger. So this is telling my age, but um, way back a few years ago, just a few years just ago. Just a few. Yeah. yeah. Um, in Columbus, I lived up there and there was a service called Cafe Courier. I haven't heard of that one. Well, because they don't exist anymore. Uh, but they were so far ahead of their time. So mm -hmm. they are they were the Uber Eats and the whatever before we had technology. And I always just thought that was such a cool thing and it was such a convenient service. But then it just kind of fizzled because you didn't right. have online and you didn't have you had to actually call somebody okay. and have a menu in front of you and mm -hmm. then they would just come pick it up and bring it to you. So but now these these services have been perfected. Oh, yeah, you know, sure. it's for really, sure. really cool. So yeah. that's good that you guys participate in that. Yeah. Okay, so DoorDash. Um, so, yeah, if you're, like, at work or whatever, can't leave, that's super convenient. Yeah, I mean, we uh, they deliver, you know, I know a lot of even pizza places will use them as well, you know, as a service just because they tend to go further distances right. for delivery options. So it's, you know, I know people in Wellston that have ordered from us, Oak Hill, um, you know, they're, they're much further than what you would expect. So it's sure. it's beneficial. Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about your location for a minute. So say someone hasn't been to Hothead before and you know, when going into new places is always intimidating. Don't care where you go. Right. So you walk in the front door and what can you expect? Let's talk about the customer experience for so, a moment. So usually we we can we can tell if somebody has not because they have the, the location. Look. Yeah, yeah. Or they yeah. don't know where the line ends and where it begins. Um, so when they come in, we try as a staff um, to recognize that. Yes. And one of the first things we ask is, "Hey, have you ever been in here before?" So if they have not, we kind of go over the the basis. So we have a, a variety of different craft menu items that they can choose from. Um, but what we recommend for people that haven't been there that maybe don't know exactly what they like or what they want is a build your own option. So okay. they'll start at the front of the line. We'll, we will ask them, you know, hey, would you like any white or brown rice? Would you like any black or pinto beans? Then we'll get to our different meat options and we'll just work our way down the line. Sure. They'll select exactly what they want. 
that way, you know, they're happy with what they're getting. And their options are like burritos or a bowl or do you yep. have a so salad? Our, our two, our two most popular items are the burrito and the bowl. Okay. Uh, we do a, a lot of other things as well. We do, you know, nachos, we do quesadillas. We do have, you know, we can do a bed of lettuce, like a salad bowl. Like a salad, yeah. That kind of thing. We have, you know, different keto options, paleo options, um, vast more. I mean, you can pretty much Just make invent it your own you meal. Want. Correct. Yeah. 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 So it's... It's there's a lot to choose from, but okay. So we get to say okay. So Jen wants a bowl. So we're gonna take the bowl. We're gonna say, do you want lettuce or do you want rice? White rice, brown yep. rice, and then we move down. And then what would be some of my options? So you would go to the beans next, black or pinto beans. Okay. Then you would go to your meat. So our different meat options: we have pork, we have steak, we have chicken, we have taco meat, and we have barbacoa, which is a flavored beef. Which is a ste- like a steak kind yeah, of thing. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. And then I assume that you have like, you know, like salsas and different things like sauces and different. Right. So we do have, like we do that. have some add-ons, which, you know, one of the most popular ones we have is our queso. Um, so that, that's usually after we. Who doesn't like meat. a good queso, yeah, right? It's, it's, it's good. So. <laughs> but then after the queso, then we have the salsas. So we have our corn salsa, our pico salsa, our roja, our verde, and then our wild. So it's a, it's a hot salsa. Oh. Um, and then, you know, just other toppings, onion, jalapeno, banana peppers, that kind of thing. Okay. Awesome. So, so then you get to the end and yeah. then, um, that's it. And then, so, um, as far as, dining in or carry out then you i assume you have drink options as well that that people can choose from yeah so we have you know pepsi products as far as fountain and and bottled pop as well sure Um, as of february 1st we did open the cantina side of um, hothead so we now do serve alcohol so we do different you know we have a couple of draft beer options which we're working on possibly expanding the amount of draft options we have. Um, I know a local brewery you could put on. Yeah, I, I so I, I heard you. Do you own the Six yeah. Cents here? In town? Okay, okay. I used to have a friend that, that working worked a deal there. right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a, a buddy that we actually would come down and, and yeah. see that used to work for you. So, um, but yeah, no, we have the the draft options. We have the bottled options. Okay, and then we do have margaritas as well. So, oh, cool. Um, that's you know that's been picking up some traction recently as well. So yeah. I don't think a lot of people even realize that they'll come through and they'll see the, the margarita. Yeah. Really? Can I get one of those lemonades? It's uh, well, <laughs> a lemonade with a kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. But how funny. Yeah. Well, good. And then you have the patio out front. So, I mean, I know it doesn't seem like it right exactly right now, but we're getting there. We are. Yeah. It's starting to warm up a little bit. So that's uh, hopefully, hopefully people will come take advantage of the, the nice weather and sit outside and have a drink. Listen, you want to talk about people watching, um, sitting on your patio would be a hoot. Yeah. You know, there's all kind of cars driving by people going in and out of, you know, businesses and yeah, I uh, didn't realize how, how much traffic there, oh. there really was. I see. I live in Chillicothe. So, uh-huh. um, bridge street is like our, Oh, I mean, it's just a madhouse, but man, that, it, it just doesn't get any better. No, <laughs> I mean, but nine at that 90, is it 93 yeah, here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right there at that light, it's like, man, there's just traffic <laughs> nonstop. It's your guys' bridge street for me. So I'm like, man, this is, it's a busy intersection. It there. is. But, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. All right. I want to throw a number at you. Give me just a second. See if I can find this. So that intersection has an average of 14,000 vehicles Per day, that does goes per through day. That intersection. Fourteen thousand yeah. per day. Seven point eight million a year. Yeah, 
in Jackson, I, it's, it's Ohio. A madhouse. I, you know, it's people, hilarious. People going in and out of. I mean the the Obviously, square Walmart there and Walmart as well. Yeah, it's it's a very busy <laughs> intersection. Yeah. So. so there you go. Yeah, you picked a good location yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. All right. So um, you mentioned uh, something too, and and this is something coming up with graduation parties, weddings, showers, um, things like that. You all do you, you offer catering? We do. Yeah, that is something that uh, we really uh, would like to push. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, four and a half months in, it's not really something we have fully addressed. I mean, I've went to some local businesses here in town and kind of Well, you're still getting your feet out. wet. Right, I mean, right. you so, don't want to overextend until, right. yeah. But, you know, going in into, you know, the next holidays, yeah. weddings, like you said, different venues, that kind of thing. Graduation parties right, will yeah, be a that, big one. That's another one. Yeah. yeah. So um, we do offer that. We do have catering packets in the store. Um, or, I mean, you can even call and pick one up and we can have it ready for you. But, um, yeah, we do cater and... Um, on average, you know, a lot of people want to know cost. So we try to be pretty com comparative with, you know, other local places and, uh, things like that. But on average, it's about $11 a person now, depending upon, you know, how many right. and people how fancy to, you get and correct, all that. Yeah, yeah. And add-ons and that kind of thing. But, um, that's, that's where we stand, but we can, you know, discount that depending on the, 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 sure. the quality or quantity. Sorry. Yeah. It's about, uh, about volume and all that. Right. We get it. Right. Very good. Okay, so James and uh, had mentioned we were talking the other day something about some fundraisers. Yeah, you so, want to talk about that for a moment? Yeah, so the fundraiser, um, basically the way it works, because I've had quite a few people come in asking, you know, for donations and, and different things like that. Now, obviously, we can do a multitude of different types of donations, but one of the most common and um, easiest ways to to do that, especially for you know nonprofit. Um, things like that you go to the hothead burrito website it's on the home page scroll down to the bottom um it says fundraiser okay you select the jackson ohio location um and then you basically there's it'll just have some prompts for you to fill out that kind of thing it'll immediately notify us once you complete it um and then on that day whichever day that you that they select um you'll get 25% of the profit on that day from, you know, the people that come in with the, the flyers, that kind of thing. So it can be, oh. it can be a substantial, a substantial amount of uh, money for a donation. So, yeah, that's right. And, you know, so it's kind of, uh, you know, that helps out local organizations. And, um, so I think, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah it's, that's it's, cool. uh, Something they've they've done that for a little while now. I mean, different locations do a different amount, but I mean, it's you know, twenty five is that's quite pretty, a bit. Yeah, it's a pretty solid number. We've we've had some large donations in the past, so it's good it can you. be really helpful. That's amazing. All right, so well, okay, put him on the spot. What is your favorite meal at Hothead Burritos? I like everything. So oh, good I, I, answer. I I, they're, they're, we don't have anything bad. <laughs> it's all it's all good. Now I usually. Probably, probably the main thing I get is is a bowl. I, I I get a chicken or a steak bowl, and I like to put the queso and all the toppings. All, all of it on there. And I'll get a yeah. bag of chips and dip my chips in the in the bowl. Good so, thinking. It's it's good. Yeah, so. very good. All right, so you do eat eat your own stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, every day. <laughs> yeah, every day. So 
<laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, is there anything else you would like to tell our viewers before uh, you get out of here for the day? Because I know you got to open a store. We do. We do need to. We are opening in about an hour. So, <laughs> um, no, I mean, other than just we appreciate the hospitality from from the community. Yeah. Um, you guys here, you guys, you know, do a lot of advertising and stuff for us. I uh, told told him on the radio as well. Chris works here. Yes. He's been super helpful. Karina has been super helpful. Um, but you know, we just, we appreciate that and we appreciate the community and we appreciate, you know, everybody coming out and eating at Hothead. Very good. And that's a wonderful thing. Should we put him on the spot, James, and make him draw the, the tickets? I think so. I think so too. Jordan, are you a Ronnie Millsap fan? I am not. Well, you're going to make two people that are Ronnie Millsap fans very happy here in okay. a second. Yes, because we are okay. So here at Total Media, we have two sets of Ronnie Millsap tickets, and he's like, "Who's Ronnie Millsap?" Yeah, I had no idea. So he is basically a classic country artist. Okay. Um, and if you heard if you heard the songs, you would be like, "Oh, okay, I totally know who that yeah. is." Um, and but he will be performing. I can play at, uh, the radio spot if you give me a second. Oh yeah, hear okay. A couple clips of his music. Yeah, there you go. And make Facebook and YouTube mad at us for playing copyrighted music. Are they going to shut us down? Uh, I mean, they won't shut us down, but they won't be happy with us. Oh, okay. Get over it, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> All right, here's the radio spot. Still doesn't know it. No idea. One night only at the Burn Ripe Center for the Arts on Friday, March 25th at 7.30. Ronnie Millsap. About night things in the Complete play. <laughs> no clue. He's just a little, just a young, young and he, uh, okay, all right. Well, anyway, there's a lot of people out there that love Ronnie Millsap, right? So he will be playing at the Vern Rife Center for the Arts at Shawnee State University um, on Friday. So next Friday, a week from tomorrow. And so we had people enter. So you are going to make two lucky fans very happy. So you have to pick. So we have two sets of tickets. So okay. we ask that you draw two pieces of paper out of this hat. Okay. I'm going to stir them up. Separately or at the same time? Well, let's do one and one. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, make sure you just get one. So, I'm going to hold it up. Look. He's not looking. If I can get a hold on. You just got one? I think so. Okay. All right. So, we will let you read it. And, and oh, and people had to comment. So Do read, I read the comment? Yeah, read the whole thing. I would love to see Ronnie Millsap. I am definitely lost in the 50s. Thank you. Cindy Anderson. All right. Congratulations to Cindy Anderson. We will keep that. All right. One more. All right, so that's our second one. The 25 is my husband's B-Day. Would be a great gift. Melissa French. All right. Well, congratulations to Cindy Anderson and Melissa French. You two are the winners of the Ronnie Millsap tickets. And so thank you for drawing that. No and problem. If you're, if you're mad at anyone, be mad at Jordan. Don't, don't take it out on the restaurant. <laughs> don't take That's it out on the burritos yeah. store. Um, but no, um, so here's the deal. The tickets will actually be a will call at the, at the Vern Rife Center. So you do have to bring your ID and... Um, 
did you say, James, they need to contact us and let us know their yeah, name that's actually yeah, on their license? Yeah, if your name on Facebook is not your legal name, you need to let us know so we can give that to Will Call. Okay, very good. And, and we'll uh, try to get a hold of these people and let them know ahead of time um, that they are the winners. So very, very good. All right, well, Jordan, we'll let you get out of here for the day. Go get your store open. Cook up some great food. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on. Oh, thanks for being here. All right, let's head on over to, uh, if James has the weather forecast there um, queued up. And today is looking absolutely gorgeous for a uh, St. Patrick's Day. Today, Thursday, March 17th, it is St. Patty's Day. Um, partly cloudy skies, highs around 71, lows of 47. Then tomorrow for the weekend, um, warm temperatures tomorrow, but that stupid rain uh, comes back into play with a 60% chance of rain. Highs tomorrow, 70, lows of 50. And then on Saturday, uh, once again, 60% of rain, chance of rain, highs of 58, lows of 38. Um, then Sunday, a bit cooler, but that rain moves on out. So uh, looks not too bad for the next couple of days and then some rain and then, uh, moving out beginning of the week. So, all right. Oh, we haven't done the cycle search clue. No, we haven't. What are we thinking? I just want to say if anybody, uh, the, uh, the heat just kicked on in here a minute ago. So if you guys can hear that, that yeah, are we're listening to us, we apologize. We normally turn it off. Uh, it I got went, turned back on. Well, I, I went to turn it off again, and they must be working on it because they they've taken the thing off the wall. <laughs> I, I, where I'm sitting, I can see, you can and see, there was you can a, see yeah, the guy. somebody okay. came and took it, and I <laughs> didn't want to say anything. <laughs> there's a, there's a thief stealing. Somebody thermostat. just stole the thermostat. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay. All right. So let's go over uh, the cycle search clue for today. And of course, one lucky listener will win that KO 250 dirt bike with the accessories package, of course, brought to you by Total Media and our friends at Honda Suzuki Polaris Can-Am of Jackson. Today's clue brought to you by Jenkins Care Community and Max Residential Heating and Cooling. So I want to thank them. And today is Thursday, St. Patrick's Day. So, of course, we have a theme going oh, on with our clue we? today. Yep. Uh, the luck of the Irish is your theme today. Does this mean green Ooh. comes into play? I don't know. Does it mean that or does it not mean that? Just saying. Could be just throwing you off the trail. Does could it have mean nothing to do with green? That green or it could, have could come everything into play. to do with green. Just saying. We'll see. If there's something green, I mean, could the road be called green? Is it a green know. sign? Could it be? Maybe the bike's green. I mean, it's kind of white and orange in the picture, but I haven't actually seen it. Could green come into play? Could it be it grass? Could. Oh, could it be? It could just be laying in the grass somewhere. It could just be laying in the grass. You never know. So there you go. All right. So you have on your green shirt. I do. I have on my green shirt. Yeah. I also have on my socks. Wait. I gotta show show y'all. They have shamrocks and oh, you can't really see and lips. <laughs> that was totally worth it. Do you understand that I just like pulled a muscle doing that? Yeah. So. That's <laughs> That's why she made me do the this toe touch at the cheerleading thing touch. last week. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I do want to give a giant shout out. Now, I know some of them are already traveling to uh, the JHS cheer competition squad because those girls have worked 
so hard and they are actually performing this weekend and competing in Orlando. And yeah, I just exciting. It is so exciting for them. Number one, just to compete and to get there, but you know, to be in Orlando and yeah. to experience all that as well with your friends and, uh-huh. and whatever, it's just going to be a great time for them yeah. and want to wish them the best of luck because they have worked very, very hard to get where they are today. Yeah. Makes me feel like we should work harder because nobody's inviting us to Orlando. You're right. Yeah. Maybe it's after. Maybe you should have done a better toe touch. Maybe I should have, dude. Maybe if somebody gets hurt, I can be the reserve. Oh, dude, you are the backup for sure. <laughs> so there. Not that I wish anyone <laughs> no, to get hurt. <laughs> no, we trust us. You don't want us there. <laughs> we don't count. No. I had Rodney convinced that we were going to Myrtle Beach to cover the baseball team, though. He's like, man, I think that'll work. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to be going down that way anyways. (laughs) Well, JK, Rodney, we're just messing with you. Yeah. Yeah. One of these days, maybe we'll get sent on location somewhere. Yeah. You never know. Like, uh, they just got really loud. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we can go on location to um, Michael's Ice Cream. Hey, we did that. Yeah. We, we, we killed That's that. That's as good as Orlando. Heck, yeah. They don't have bubbles, bubbles. in Orlando. They don't have bubbles at Disney World. <laughs> yeah, we're cooler than yeah. that. Well, hey, congratulations again to Cindy Anderson and Melissa French. You I feel won. Like we're taking flight. I know. That is really loud. It's really I don't loud. know if Sorry you guys can that. hear it or not. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Cindy and Melissa for winning those Ronnie Millsap tickets. That's exactly right. And boy, did we have a lot of entries. Yeah. People are excited about yes. that. Uh, if you're disappointed, head on out to Wagner Tool Rental on Saturday while uh, Matt and JJ are going to be out there broadcasting live. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be giving away okay. some, some more Ronnie Millsap tickets. And if you want to just, you know, don't want to worry about it, uh, you can call 740-351-3600. Mm-hmm. 351-3600 uh, and just purchase <laughs> tickets as well. So um, that Absolutely. way you know you're in. Yeah. So good Very good cool. deal. Good deal. All right. So what else is going on? What are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? What Anything? am I doing this, man? I don't know. Eating burritos, probably. After I wonder if they're making green in, burritos. We should have asked him. That's a good... Well, they've got... What do you call the green salsa? Verde? Verde. 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 Yes. <laughs> Say it like an Italian for some reason. Uh, yeah, just get a bunch of that. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Get your green salsa, then you're good to go for the day. Yeah, man. That's right. That's- I think we are doing green beer at the brewery tonight, yeah. so you can stop by and do that. And they're also doing... Um, a drink called an Irish trash can. Yeah. Irish. Or is that different than an Irish car bomb? Yes. Okay. An Irish trash can has pretty much everything that you can possibly think of in <laughs> okay. it. So, yeah. <laughs> why, 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 why are all of the Irish drinks have like negative sounding names? Trash can, <laughs> car bomb. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so you can stop by there as well. Uh, it would be, be fun, too. So. What is your favorite Irish? I don't know. I mean, what, is, what are your St. Patrick's traditions? Guinness? Jameson? Foods? Because you were looking up recipes yesterday. Up yesterday. We were talking about that. I mean, I feel 
feel like I'm a traditionalist and yeah. I mean, I love corned beef. Uh-huh. So I am definitely just like a corned beef and cabbage kind of like yeah. do it like a roast, throw some carrots in there and mm-hmm. some celery and, and cabbage and yeah. just cook it all together. I think that's fantastic. Sounds good. So, yeah. Hey, speaking of food, I want to give a shout out. I had dinner at the Happenings Bistro in Wilson last night. Okay, it was the first yeah. time I'd eaten there since they opened. Awesome. It was delicious. Good. Yeah, they had a great crowd. Good. The food was really good. Nice big selection. It was pretty fast. Cool. So that was the first time I'd been in there, and it was really nice. I was impressed. Good, good. Yeah. So there you go. Check it out. Yep. Well, we're just full of food. I know. Bugs we're today. just full of food today. <laughs> All the food. All the food. Listen, it's yep. St. Patty's Day. No matter what you do, you're um, lucky we're not uh, right. nine nine thirty in the yeah, morning. Yeah, where is our Jameson for the yeah. day? Start out your morning with Jameson. Yeah, we missed missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was in uh, New York, I we I won't, when I say stumbled into a bar, I mean that like figuratively yeah. not literally uh-huh. but it was an irish bar and and the guy i mean they were just hilarious yeah. and he's like jameson i got all these fancy jamesons you want to try them and we yeah. were like okay yeah. <laughs> when, but they were so much fun yeah. just being in the, in that irish bar it was so when fun. you when you were talking about uh that precursor to doordash that you had when you were in college Cafe Courier. yeah so that Yes. That reminded me when I was in college, we would just call cab drivers and ask them to go pick stuff up for us. No way. Yeah. See, you invented your own Uber. <laughs> Did they do it? Some of them would. Some of them wouldn't. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. You guys are so creative. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. <laughs> I've had too many Jamesons. I can't drive, so <laughs> I'll call the cab to go. Uh-oh. Yeah. But anyway, all right. So is that it for the day? Oh, no. <laughs> They're saying there's a little bit of white noise coming through our audio. <laughs> that would be because the uh, air conditioning is blowing full blast while they're working on the I'm furnace. pretty sure the heater, the furnace, and the air conditioning are blowing all at the yeah. same time. We can see the guy through the window. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he brought our thermostat back. Which uh, is... Sounds like he's hitting with a hammer to me. <laughs> That'll fix it, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure when all else fails, hit it with a hammer. All right. So the old Lou Davis way of fixing things. <laughs> yep. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Happy St. Patrick's Happy St. Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And we will be back here tomorrow on Friday. What, what's our guest tomorrow? Well, Ben Davis Jr. is going to stop by tomorrow. <gasps> That's right. <coughs> he's going to mostly be on with Matt on 96.7, but I think he's going to stop by here. Okay. And we have one other possible <clears throat> guest that has not confirmed yet. That's right. Okay. I remember now. All right, so we won't let you know about that just in case. But okay, have a wonderful day. Happy St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. And we will see you right back here tomorrow. Bye, Bye-bye. guys.